Welcome to Today on Broadway for Tuesday, October 15th, 2019. I'm Broadway World's Matt Tamanini. And I'm arts and culture writer Ashley Steves. Ashley, it was a fairly slow news day on Monday. Yeah. One, because it was a kind of a holiday for folks. I was, was still working, so it wasn't so a holiday for me. Um, I don't know what holidays are. I know. You're a freelance. You don't do holidays. <sighs> um, you know, we James and I talked about the uh, Columbus Day, Indigenous People Day, Um so uh, yeah. I hope if you did have the day off, you recognized why and uh, maybe didn't sing Astonishing from <laughs> Little Women too much. But The real anyway. reason the news is late is because the big news is that you and I are actually doing a show together for like the I first know. time. <laughs> God knows how long. Things get busy in the fall. Things get and, busy. Uh, Things yeah, get busy. So- it happens. Um, a- another reason is obviously because of the holiday. We don't have grosses today, so we will have that. It was on tomorrow's episode, but I won't be here tomorrow. So, Ashley, oh. <laughs> you got the grosses. Uh, anyway, awesome. uh, um, if you want to tell Ashley how much you appreciate the fact that she's going to deal with the numbers yes. on tomorrow's episode, head over to patreon.com slash broadwayradio and uh, become a, a patron <laughs> and a subscriber. We would appreciate the generosity there. But, Thank you. All right, Ashley, let's get into today's news. Um, And this is going to be something that actually sounds fairly familiar because we have talked about reviews for um, The Light in the Piazza before Mm. with Dove Cameron and Renee Fleming. But that was over at the English National Opera. They are now in Los Angeles running through this week. That, of course... um, is is a very short run, October 12th through the 20th, and it stars, in addition to Fleming and Cameron, uh, Rob Houchin and Brian Stokes Mitchell. There are tickets available. We will have a link to all of that in the show notes. But the reviews for that are out. And Ashley, we've been talking about whether or not this is aiming for Broadway. Right. We know that Renee Fleming is going to go with this to Chicago to mm-hmm. do a run later this year, and that's where Soleil Pfeiffer is going to take over yes. uh, the role of Clara or Clara. Um, and then Renee Fleming is going to take this on tour in the 2020-2021 season. So that means the earliest it could be on Broadway is like fall of 2021, sure. maybe. But with reviews like this, I am shocked that they did not wait uh, and try to see if they could get some folks on board to bring this to Broadway sooner rather than later. Let's start with the somewhat controversial Charles McNulty from the Los Angeles Times, who writes, quote, Floating about the stage in a perfumed cloud, Fleming upholds her goddess stature as an opera diva while portraying Margaret as a maternal lioness who can still command a room with her elegance and fire. The characterization isn't as dramatically embodied as as Clark's, the original Margaret Victoria Clark. It can't be in a production that doesn't even try for intimacy on a curved set that is dominated by statuary and serves as a track for a motor scooter. Dove Cameron, a Disney star with fairy princess appeal and a sweet, if not all that piercing voice, plays Clara, who who was developmentally stunted in childhood after being kicked in the head by a pony. Her condition tends to be portrayed as a metaphor disguised as a medical impairment, but here the reality is undeniable. Fleming's Margaret watches Cameron's Clara in the, with the vigilance of a mother with a special needs child. She doesn't want to deny a full life for Clara, who, who has caught the attention of a winsome young Italian named Fabrizio, a sensational Rob Houchin, but she knows that her erratic daughter requi- requires protection. Houchin, the standout in a cast that includes two-time Tony winner Brian Stokes Mitchell as Fabrizio's father, is the most adept at finding a balance between opera and musical theater. Similarly, Maureen Lee Linker from Entertainment Weekly said, quote, 
Fleming is perfectly cast as Margaret Johnson, her outsized voice swelling to convey all of her mother's love and romantic disappointment in contrast to her perfectly coiffed dainty frame. It should come as no surprise that the legendary opera singer brings a virtuosity to the complex score, pitching her way through the emotional ro roller coaster of her character's journey while effortless effortlessly delivering every note with a clarity that would make Glass envious. While her role as narrator and first person address to the audience plays a bit stilted, but her quieter emotional moments where she, where she wrestles with her own unhappiness and her impulse to overprotect are breathtaking. In contrast, Dove Cameron is a pastel-coated confection as lovelorn Clara. Her, vo her vocals are stellar, perhaps surprising to those who might write off her pipes as the product of Disney auto-tuning. And her approach to storytelling through song paints a lush picture as complex as the Renaissance art they visit in Florence. Yet, Cameron's take on Clara is too generic ingenue. She nails her sunnier, vibrant moments of delight, surprise, and desire, but when it comes to Clara's moments of confusion and lashing out, she's not believable. Finally, Jordan Reef, writing for The Hollywood Reporter, speaking of Fleming, wrote, quote, At first it's jarring to watch her not sing for once, but deliver lines with naturalistic undertones. But Fleming has spent a career delivering emotionally charged performances, appropriately tempered here from, from operatic to dramatic. Cameron shines as the fragile Clara. She only she warmly embodies the prospect of new love in the show's title song. Throughout, she walks the line between unsure and determined, tipping from the high of her scenes with Fabrizio into the anguished unraveling in Clara's tirade. Her sonorous soprano is simpatico. That's a little overdoing it there on the uh, alliteration there. Um, <laughs> her sonorous soprano is simpatico with Houchin's vibrant tenor in their duets, while he's effortlessly winning as the romantic lead, then blends naturally with his family and the ensemble, including father, Signor Naccarelli, played by Tony winner Brian Stokes Mitchell. New to the cast, Mitchell is fluently seductive in his duet with Fleming Let's Walk and hilarious, hilariously adamant when he rules out marriage between Clara and Fabrizio. Now, I know that the critics outside of New York actually tend to be much more forgiving of things uh, than maybe the, the folks sure. uh, and our colleagues it's in New York time. often are. But these are pretty good reviews, and it, exactly that's why I'm just surprised that they announced the tour before they came out uh, and the producers didn't think about maybe waiting and see if they I could guess. get it to Broadway sooner rather than later. Yeah, the only thing I could possibly think of is that they were looking at what they perceived to be a convoluted schedule this season and early next season, and they weren't even going to try. <laughs> but that is the only thing I can think of. I don't know. I'm not quite sure. Yeah, it's a little surprising, but we'll have to wait and see. I mean... I don't think if anyone's familiar with Dove Cameron, like I, it's not like she's yeah. going to age out of the role anytime soon. Do you think uh, that if they, they wanted to bring her, her back? On? I mean, this is the second production she's done of it, um, yeah. so I would think so. I mean, when she did Clueless off Broadway with the new group, she, I mean, they the tickets sold like crazy. Yeah. Now she only did about half of the performances uh, because I think she had a back injury. Mm. But I mean, she's gotten really good reviews. She's a huge name. That is a different type of name than um, Renee Fleming. Yes, obviously exactly. Renee Fleming is a huge name Big in her name. world. Dove Cameron is a huge name in her world, and that might be a really good combination if you're trying to sell tickets to multiple groups of people. Yeah. Now, obviously, um, the Light in the Piazza is not exactly the type of show that I think you would normally expect to draw children. 
or young people, but it's a little tough. With, yeah, with I mean, and just the style. I mean, yeah. Adam Gettle's score is not exactly you know. I don't think there's a ton of songs in there that the kids would call bops. So. <laughs> You know, did I use that correctly? Yeah, you did. But okay. Goodness. But I think with someone like Dove Cameron, like she's got a pretty devoted fan base. So I would not be surprised if she was able to draw some folks too. But we'll have to wait and see. I think she's pretty busy with, you know, her her own career. So mm. we'll have to wait and see. It, it'll uh, be interesting to see what happens after the tour is over. That could have always been an aspect of it as well that they weren't pushing, depending on what she has down the pipeline. If that if that's what they want to bring her to Broadway as well. Sure. Sure, sure. Yeah. Uh, she seems like a musical theater person. I don't follow her on social media, but I mm. see things occasionally. She seems like she really is a, a musical theater person. She, uh, Love that. Yeah. So, I mean, she did the Hairspray Live. Um, she, you know, she's done this. She, I think she's fairly friendly with the Heathers uh, writers because at the time she was dating slash engaged to Ryan McCartan, who played JD. Wow, look at um, you. You're like celebrity gossip columnist. You have, you have no Tamanini. idea. You have no idea the depths of ridiculous information <laughs> that I have. It's starting to fade <laughs> as I get older and I don't remember things, but at, at one point I knew a lot. But anyway, D- uh, Dove Cameron mainly came to prominence as a member of the Disney Channel family. Mm -hmm. Well, yesterday we got the most epic Twitter thread in the history of Twitter threads as Disney Plus announced all of the TV shows and movies that would be available when their new streaming service, Disney Plus, launched in the U.S. on November 12th. This went on for hours. There is a ton of these things. So... Um, I'm not going to run through all of them. There will be a list in the show notes. But there is a lot of things, Ashley, that relate to musicals and to theater um, and some very specific, you know, theatery things. Newsies will be on there. The ABC, um, the Disney production of Annie that they did with um, with uh, Audra and Victor Garber and Alan Cumming ah, and yeah. Kristen Chenoweth and Kathy, Kathy Bates. Bates yeah. That's on there. You've also got obviously the 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 musicals, Frozen, Hercules, Honey I Sh- or Hun- I Sh- uh, High School Musical, Mary Poppins, Moana. <laughs> I'm going through the list. I saw Honey I Shrunk the Kids. Not it's what I was uh, meant there. Very exciting. Though. <laughs> um, but yeah, that's a good one too. Little Mermaid. All of these things. Those are on there. And then, of course, as we talked about yesterday, you're also going to have High School Musical, the musical, the series uh, as well. So a a ton of things there. It's very exciting. I already ponied up my uh, $69.99 for the year to uh, make sure that I can get the little uh, uh, discount that you get from that. Wow, it's that pricey? It's $69.99 for a year or or $6.99 a month. Um, mm. So I saved two months, basically. All right. So, yeah. It's so, a, I mean, it's, it's... It's intense. I'm always writing casting notices for new Disney Plus shows. And yeah. the programming is huge. And I even saw a tweet uh, after that long thread yesterday that it was something like, screenshot this and it'll be the first movie that you watch when Disney Plus comes out. And the video was at least 30 seconds or 50 seconds long <laughs> of, like, the titles going past. Yeah, so, it's a lot. And it's, it's there a are, lot. There are some super random things there in there are. too. Yeah, like things that like I don't even didn't even know existed. Like, brand, let's just say Disney got a little weird in the seventies and eighties. They lost their way. It happens. They lost their way. I think they lost their way a couple times before that too. But those yeah. titles will not be on Disney Plus. 
All right, so let's move on to uh, one last thing here, Ashley. At one point, Adina Menzel toured with Josh Groban. Well, yesterday, they both announced that they would be adding dates to their respective concert series in the New York Tri-State area. First, Groban announced a residency at Radio City Music Hall last week with performances kicking off on Valentine's Day. The second performance is scheduled for April 18th. However, thanks to incredible ticket demand, the star has added a third date on June 20th. Tickets are on sale for all three shows now. Being called being called Josh Groban's Great Big Radio City Show, the concerts will include special segments, guest stars, and performers, and no two concerts or dates will ever be the same. In addition, $1 from every ticket sold goes to Groban's Find Your Light Foundation, dedicated to ensuring that every child has the opportunity to experience a quality arts education. Gotta love that. Love that. Yep. Uh, as for Menzel, she had already announced a holiday concert at Carnegie Hall on December 11th. Now she will also be playing Caesars Circus Maximus in Atlantic City on December 6th and the Foxwoods Resort in Connecticut on December 8th. These shows are all in support of her new album, Christmas, colon, A Season of Love. Mm. I see what she did there. Uh, <laughs> that will be released on October 18th and will feature duets with Ariana Grande, Dove Cameron's co-star from... Uh, uh, Hairspray Live, as well as Billy Porter, Josh Gad, and Adina's husband, Aaron Lore. Now, this album is another in a long line of Jews doing Christmas music. Uh, I have to admit, well, also, Adina Menzel's glee daughter, Leah Michelle, will also be releasing a Christmas album this mm -hmm. year. Um, another Jew doing Christmas music. But I have to say, growing up, there was maybe five Christmas albums that were like, the ones in my house it was john denver and the muppets mm -hmm. it was uh, of course yeah yeah john denver and the muppets it was um uh, uh what else oh the chipmunks was always a good one andy andy williams of course um, yes that was a classic yep and then of course barbara when you're talking about jews doing christmas music you can't get better than barbara's and i i they I've got the just list of general, songs. Just generally, you can't get better than Barbara's. Right. Totally. But I was hoping, I'm hoping because we know how much Leah Michelle loves Barbara Streisand, that I'm uh. hoping she does Barbara's version of Jingle uh, Jingle Bells. <gasps> the best. With, with the super fast the version. Yeah, it's my so, favorite. <laughs> yeah. So it's great. So I'm hoping that we will get that uh, at some point. But I until then. I introduce at least one person like one new person to that song every holiday season it is it's the best yes it's christmas now we've started yes. singing christmas music yeah i mean it's two months and 10 days See? uh early that's yeah. fine it that's fine i knew i could trust you what is your favorite holiday song mm, oh goodness i really love uh the christmas waltz Especially Frank Sinatra's version. Okay, how very New York of you. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, um, I'm gonna I'm gonna go with uh, uh, the Twelve Days of Christmas performed by John Denver and the Muppets. Very it does solid not get, choice. It does not get better than that. Extremely but. solid choice. I approve. Yeah. All right. Well, that's all we have for today. You're it's welcome Christmas for getting you over. into the Christmas spirit. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> thanks for listening to today on Broadway. Follow us on Facebook and Twitter at Broadway Radio, and you can find me. On Twitter and Instagram at BWW Matt Ashley, where can people find you? You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Notices Ashley. 
All right, you can find both of us over at patreon.com slash Broadway Radio. Head over there if you would like to keep us up and running. We would appreciate that. Uh, And uh, hopefully it'll be a Merry Christmas and a Happy Hanukkah and a happy festivus for the rest of us. Yes. Um, Happy Kwanzaa. Anything? What else am I missing around that time of year? Um, Like... I don't know. I think that's, <laughs> that's really it. Yeah. I th- if you throw them in Festivus, that co- pretty much covers everybody else. It does. Yeah, for sure. All right. <laughs> Have a great Tuesday, everybody, and we'll talk to you on Wednesday. Hey, happy Christmas, everyone. <laughs>